Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. This week, we'll do something a little bit different. It will be a special, so the usual podcast format might change up a little bit. Mm. So I'll let the boys free, let them run wild with ideas and little bit of, a little bit of jokes on the side. But before we get ahead of ourselves, I'm going to go around the room and let you guys know who's in the room. Uh, Jason, uh, introduce yourself. How's it been so far? Hello, my name is Jason. Uh, team name Pope Heaton 15. It's been a good eight game week so far. Current overall points 461, sitting just under 250,000 uh, managers. I don't want to talk about game week eight because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was real bad. But fortunately for most people. Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know what the, uh, what was the um, overall average? I was under average. I got 31 points last week. Average was 36. Yo, Ouchies. Time. Um, next person, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what's your overall rank? Let's... My overall rank is uh, 238,000. I think you're still doing it. So as I, so as I said, like um, first first game week, was I, got, I started off well. Uh, first game week, I think I got 96 points. So I started off really well. And then from there on out, I've just seen red arrows up until game week seven. Finally saw some green arrows. So I started high and I've been kind of hanging around that that kind of the top area. Yeah. But there is a definitely a I'm seeing progression downwards. <laughs> so, Regression. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about it. But uh, so still still got wild card, which is great. I haven't used any chips, which is fantastic. So I will start deploying those in the next coming weeks, I think. So I like to think of this international time as a bit of reflection. Yeah. So I'm glad we're doing this. Adrian, how did you go? Uh, guys, by the way, Adrian is, if you don't know, Adrian is the sports editor um, for EWN. So how did you go? I don't know if I should admit, admit that. Goat <laughs> uh, 11 is my team. I am the perennial underachiever of this group. 33 points last week after an average of 36 um, so yeah, this is. I'm in a race for the bottom, guys. Um, if I were to sum up my team bad, it would be this emoji, you know, with the hands over the heads. Like, <laughs> it's a lost cause. But uh, fortunately, I have good company in Ash. We're in a, we're in this together, brother. Ash is um, <laughs> But yeah, constantly make bad choices. My gut is just betraying uh, me at the moment. But uh, look, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm 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 used to patience, <laughs> and um, and we'll we'll hope to improve. Emre is, I, I believe in him. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no oh, one was convinced yeah. of that. No, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so Mitch hosts a show on KFM 94.5. Uh, what uh, what have you done so far this All right. Season? So I've been so inconsistent. So pretty much I've been Manchester United. Um, in terms Gosh. of... <laughs> Joking. Shot. Uh, in terms of EWN uh, placing, I'm ranked 76th in the league, which is not the greatest, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm scraping out to the bottom, uh, trying to get to that mid table. The past game week, I managed to score 47 points. Not all right, bad. for Unreal Madrid. You know, as a Spanish Liga fan, I'm still finding my way in the Premier League. Someone who saved me was Tammy Abram, um, who just got me some points. Um, yeah, I captained him this past week, so well, that was well incredible. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't expecting him to score, but I was hoping for an assist or something from him. So I managed to 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 get some. Most from people him. missed the captaincy. I mean, if you didn't captain Abraham or Mane, you you just yeah. missed the boat completely. So mm. nicely played. So Ash, um, so Ash is the guy that pulls us all together on the technical side. Um, the guy pressing all the buttons. How'd you go? Have you managed to push the right buttons on uh, FBL? Uh, no, <laughs> I've been pushing all the red buttons on FBL. So I've seen. Red Arrows for, I think, six straight game weeks. Evo FC is my team name. I've got a total of 339 points, ranking overall 
just over 5 million <laughs> 80th in the EWN league so yes myself and Adrian we definitely racing to the bottom of that league um, made a couple of bad choices team has been really inconsistent I would somehow agree with Mitch that like Man United <laughs> you're hopeful <laughs> but nothing comes from it my game was literally saved by Tammy Abram yeah. with 16 I had an overall of 33. So that's half my points from Tammy Abram. Um, yeah, just terrible choices this past few eight game weeks. And hopefully things will change coming up now, leading up to the next few game weeks. And so I can lead you guys into the light, you know. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Things can only get better. <laughs> things can only get better. No, once you, rock, <laughs> once you hit rock bottom. You can only go up from Come there. on. You can only Come go on. up. So Adrian, must, you and myself, we... And Coffee Bean. Yeah. yeah. You can tell. And Coffee Bean as well. We will be rising yeah. to the occasion. I think I've heard those chants happen at Ultra. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. things can only get better. <laughs> oh, things can only get better. Oh, ole, ole, ole. Well, all right. So uh, I'm Wesley. I am uh, sometimes host this podcast. But yeah, the team name, The Wrath of Cain. Uh, that should give an indication as to how I thought the season was going to go. <laughs> I thought Kane was going to come back. You know, he didn't have a great season last year. Yeah. And uh, I thought this would be the one. Uh, but Spurs look hopeless, so that's that's a big no-no. Kane's out of my team and Son is in my team, so let's see what happens. Game week rank was horrible, like most, well, like a lot of people. Only 32 points, um, over like four and a half million, somewhere around there. Uh, overall rank. Is I think it's okay. It's uh, five twenty four thousand. That's not bad. I'm still under the million mark, so that's okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, this season has been a challenge. I think for me mostly because of team value and player market. The player market has been ridiculous. Yeah. Value has been increasing too fast for me. I have already wild carded, which is a big mistake for me. I usually wild card in December, and so I feel out of place. And I wish I had it for like game week twelve or thirteen. You know, when the fixtures change again. And, and yours was quite a creative wild card yeah like I, I, yeah, I went out on a limb a bit it was a, a bit risky uh, brought in a couple of picks I wouldn't normally and it got me 81 points that immediate game week but since then I've questioned my selections I'm sitting with Ozil who I thought I didn't know he was in that kind of trouble <laughs> oh, I could have told you that a lot. <laughs> I did not <laughs> so that was he a big was. mistake a big punt I've got Mendy, who hasn't played a like full ninety yet, I yeah. think, since his return. Mm. Um, so I'll hold on a few guys, but um, but I'm I'm okay with it. So generally, the market has ruffled my feathers, but I, I must be honest, I can't get Mount back in. I had him before my wild card. I don't have him now, so I can get him in, but he's he's so costly. So it's been tough, guys. I stress daily yeah. about FPL, and I can see Jason's face. <laughs> It's the same. It's yeah, getting in the way of life. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I'm, I'm looking forward to the international break. Mm. It gives you a chance to breathe, spend, spend some time with the family and, you know. <laughs> Just listening to Wesley's voice. It's going so easy. He's been getting outside, getting actual oxygen, you know, yeah. real things, <laughs> yeah. seeing sun. Yeah, yeah. Do you... And, do you also do you guys also find yourself at the end of a game week that you're like the other game week seems so far? Yes. You know, the whole week seems uh. like such a stretch because you're like Sunday nights, all the games are done, and I'm sitting there like, okay, so <laughs> do yes. I make my changes now? Do I wait for like Thursday evening, Friday morning yeah. to make my changes? What happens now? It's it's just so much. It's those yeah. endorphins. 
Exactly. Yeah, I'm tired on the, on on the, at the end of a Sunday. I'm like I'm exhausted. <laughs> no, absolutely. But do you also do that once the game week updates and the game week's underway? Do you look at your next game week team immediately and say, okay, well let's let's configure them, yeah. and so we can start thinking in a certain way? I mean, I, that's one of the first things I do. So mm-hmm. the, before the game week even kicks off, I'm on the following game week, just mm-hmm. trying to say, well, if I need to change things, this is where it needs to. Sometimes it's nice to change your team before exactly when yeah. you do it because you're doing it from a fresh perspective so ah. you're not being influenced by what happens this coming game week and sometimes that's, that's quite nice point. and it's quite good to see like where you started before the game week started and then what how you want to tinker afterwards and sometimes I find that if I reflect I'm like that original team that I chose like you did say on the as soon as Saturday starts yeah. this was the better team to have yeah. chosen and then I overthought it you know as yeah. the week went what I don't like doing though and I don't know if you guys can relate I will tinker 10 minutes before game week 5 minutes even I'll, I'll have a look just to see if anything especially if I'm in two minds about something but I often no matter how hard I think about it I don't make the move because it's one of those things like if you make the change and it doesn't work then yeah. it was a last minute change that, that didn't work mm. but if you just stick to what you had originally planned in the week I think you, you feel better about it I mean so, sort of a calculated mm. decision and if you fail well so be it but if you're a last minute change and it doesn't work it's just the worst I often find myself in that position should I say <laughs> <laughs> reason being like Jason says like when you overthink and you look at your past theme you actually feel a bit more better looking at that theme than your current theme so I find myself sometimes doing the most rookiest move where I've done my transfer my one transfer for the week and now this other players just look so enticing to put into your team and <laughs> like yeah. Yamalenko I'm going to put you in my mm. team you're going to get two goals you make the move you lose four points and then the man gets one point for yeah. that game and then you look at your previous team from the, the game week before the player you removed got nine points and then you just have that FOMO like yeah I feel you bias bad moves it makes me think do, do, do you guys have like something that you can identify as the biggest mistake you've made so far in terms of out of the eight game weeks, something you can immediately go, yo, that yeah, just definitely that just put me off track. Yeah, yeah. my wild card game week. I think for me personally, it was just not even in the game weeks, starting fantasy, picking my side. Um, I went with the whole mentality of big teams won't perform, big players won't perform. It won't be Salah season. Wow, it won't man. be Mane season. Wow. I went that, in with that mentality of those guys up front that we all know for scoring goals won't do it. So therefore, I settled for um, some of the up-and-coming guys, you know, uh, the newly promoted guys, and some people that have been showing some sort of form uh, towards the end of last season, like how Southampton, when they got the new manager, they were revitalized and were doing so well. So um, I started bringing those guys in, um, like Austin, and just hoping something was going to happen. <laughs> Little did I know. And I missed out on that boat, yeah. I didn't know a lot about yourself. Because I thought, you know what, it could be one of those seasons where we could see another Leicester. Yeah, That's yeah, what I was hoping yeah, for. Yeah. We could see another Leicester. Well, well this is the, the thing. Last- I, was, I was saying that fantasy is actually always proves you wrong in that mm. respect. I, mean, I sometimes play like that uh, every once in a while, but the game always proves that yeah. over the long term, it's the statistics and the numbers and the odds and the probability that runs through. I think Jason plays a lot like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm the same. That, I, look, being a novice at this, I went with gut feel. I went with having been a football fan all my life. I went with the players that I love watching and yeah. I believe will perform. Never looked at the stats once for the first two weeks of the, of this game. And I was like, well, you know, you romantics yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how I've always been, and I've learned over the last couple of weeks. Like, actually, look at the stats, pay attention, do the research, yeah. uh, and understand what's going on because what's happening on the field, yeah. what's happening in your heart, is not necessarily what's happening on the stats and on, on the game. So. Mm. Lots of lessons learned. I've, I've feel like I've grown as a person. <laughs> well done. <laughs> We're gonna grow together. But I think the one thing that has been a, a crazy mix um, the past couple of weeks has to be the parties, yeah. all the oh, parties, yeah. and all the trains that all of us have jumped yeah. on. Because yeah. there's been a couple. Yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> I, I want to hear Jason's mistake first. What did your big regret? You just uh, casually. Yeah, I, I was hoping I could just, you know. <laughs> We're not talking about your personal life. Plant the question. <laughs> <laughs> Before you go, um, mine was simple. Mine was Mount. Like letting Mount Mason out of my Mount. Mason Mount, yeah. Mason Mount out of my team. And now yeah. I'm looking at his value and saying, oh, I'm, it's just like I'm going to lose like 0.4. I just don't, it doesn't sit well. And yeah, yeah mm. big mistake. My biggest mistake probably is not. Again, owning one of the Liverpool midfielders, feeling like I could cover their points with two def- Liverpool defenders mm. uh. and not invest in either Mane or Salah because I always hate, there's always bouncing between the two. So mm. I wanted them like mitigate that headache by just going through with the yeah. defense. And they did last season, you know, even a triple up could cover those points at a more valuable, uh, you know, monetary rate, but it hasn't worked out. So, But you've not been punished too badly. No, but you still have your wild card. So there's an option there. I mean, I was was like, because now that you put me on the spot, the other, the one thing I was thinking about, my biggest mistake was was, and it's been more of like a a recurring thing is just I haven't nailed my captaincies, and that's such a massive thing. Yeah, but uh, I'm more interested about these parties and these trams and these trains (laughs) and these planes. Oh gosh, (laughs) there've been so many. I think the first one that we can all agree on before the season started, I feel like all of us had this guy. In there from Everton, Dinger. Mm. That was like yeah. the train that everyone was like, "This is who you need in your defense. He will perform." And what has happened since? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I think I'm. Um, to be fair, I mean, he's a good pick. He's a good footballer. Yeah. He, he really does stand out in the yeah. Everton team as well. Um, so he's not a bad pick for a team that played really well towards the end of last season. Had a, a great defensive record. Uh, kept a lot of clean sheets last season, especially the second half. And you'd expect them to carry on. Mm. And, and Everton has failed as a team. So and he's suffered because of it. So yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. I I'm I'm a believer. He's still sitting there, <laughs> maybe for one more game week. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right though. What about the Pookie party? Oh man, <laughs> I that thought was we just going to mention that. First. That was a good party. The <laughs> that music was, was that was really incredible. What I enjoyed it. Was that. what do you mean uh, was? Yeah. Yeah, true to my <laughs> true to my social life, I always miss all the parties. <laughs> so I I chose Pookie at the wrong time. Uh, yeah. I missed him I, and I refused to join the Pookie party early on when everyone else was. And then when I did, he stopped scoring. Typical uh. of my life. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never owned him. Is it? Yeah, I feel like the odd one out. I feel like the. The kid everyone picks on, but yeah. <laughs> I, I jumped know? on I jumped on relatively early. I got some some yeah, value same. out of him and now I've sold him. So yeah. good man. You played it well. You played it well. Well, yeah, we'll, see. we'll see. The only person I'm still holding on to is Cantwell. That's that's kinda like the the, the the coin. Does he have a train? Does he have a party? You just never know. You know, it could be working, uh, and then the next day it won't be working. So it's like yeah. quite in between, like in terms of what he's gonna do and if he will show up on the day. Yeah, he's like that guy who has the birthday just before Pookie, but then they decide to have a combined combined party. party yeah. But then Pookie just takes it takes it over, 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. It makes I mean, it his party. Yeah. I mean, like, Pookie's mom is just more authoritarian, just takes over and puts all the spreads and the dips out. And Cantwell, he's there. It's his party. It's his party, too. Yeah, no, I got it. Nobody's that's a, that's a good reference. Yeah. Um, Ash, what about you? Any parties that you've jumped on? Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the Pookie party. Not seeing any returns from that party. Still have the Dinia party. Yerimina's joining me at that party. Uh, for the yeah. past three, four, five game weeks, I think I got a total of 12 points between those two players. So that party definitely mm-hmm. needs to go. I have so many players I need to get rid of in my team. But it's so hard because if I do that, I'll be dropping four points at a time. And I've made that mistake a few game weeks yeah. and that's not where you want to be especially when you're scoring 33 points yeah. minus 4 points so now you're sitting with 29 total game week points not on yeah just on that thing about taking a hit it's such a big calculation to make because the the taking the 4 point hit you've got to calculate firstly you would have possibly gotten 2 points with the play you're taking out yeah. maybe and then it becomes it's actually in, in effect a 6 point hit so your play that's coming in has got to give you mm. like a return mm-hmm. almost guaranteed so Taking a hit, yeah. I, I, I've, I took what, about a couple this season and I'm trying not to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you want, you want to make that trust, but like, oh, yeah. I really have this hit. Let me not do it. Yeah. And then you go and do it. And then you regret afterwards. Like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ash, I want to ask you about another mini trend slash bandwagon, which started near the beginning of the season uh, when Man United thrashed Chelsea. Yeah. Then everyone yeah. went... It's United time. Oh, and yeah. then it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, Ash yeah. was all over one Bissaka. Yeah, what I, I what happened to that party, man? What happened to that Marcel party? got injured. Dan James was yeah. also part of that party N- as well. Next question. I feel like Jason's trolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next question, guys. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm no guys. I'm going to move on. We're going to get no. to United. This is yeah. United gets spoken about enough. Look, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it, to wrap up... Uh, parties yeah. and trains and trams that it will continue throughout yeah. the whole yeah. season yeah. and it's just about it's about jumping on ones at the right time or identifying ones that like parties that are about to kick off you know what yeah. i mean and you're the first yeah. in line kind of yeah. vvip i think i, I guess know. that's de bruyne to be honest with you i think that's a party that you can see lasting yeah. the whole season Is yes that, yeah uh, sometimes he might be injured or whatever but mm. there's a consistency i guess about it where as soon as he comes in just his presence on the pitch gets you already yeah. three points. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just something about it. You know what I mean? I agree with you. So if you're speaking about like the Bruyne's party, it's like a premium party, right? So he's at like 10 yeah. mil now. I yeah. think his brother's at 10 mil, just yeah. over 10 mil. So if you're speaking about premium parties, the Bruyne is definitely yeah. one of those parties. Yeah. I agree with you. The the other player I, I think is the Arsenal forward, uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a, a party of consistency. If you want to jump onto that. Um, I'm a bit worried about City's forwards with um, Pep Roulette. Because you'll have Sterling on the bench. Next week you'll play. Then you have Mares. Or you'll have Bernardo Silva. Or Jesus is in for Aguero. Aguero plays 10 minutes. Next week he plays a full game. Scores a hat-trick. And like, ah, I sold him. I've got a quick um, something to add to the the City conundrum. Um, Sterling sometimes misses entire games. Aguero yeah. really misses an entire game. Mm. So sometimes he gets 30 minutes, sometimes he gets 60 minutes, but he gets something. And he often he plays 90 minutes or 80 or 70. So I think Aguero, even if he gets 30 minutes towards the end, he's still good for yeah. one or two goals. Mm. Whereas I, I, I'd I, rather risk that. And over the course of the season, no, I'm getting 20 goals than Sterling, who had his breakout season last, last season. Mm. And 
and and often sometimes misses games and i don't want you know that amount yeah. of cash sitting on the bench yeah no no definitely so uh, in terms of those parts i'll be on the guero part definitely uh kdb party yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. mention um, a few other names yeah. as well we, we didn't mention mounties these prices risen by 0.8 mm. this season the most uh, of any other players so of course that's been a big bandwagon uh tammy abraham 0.7 uh, pookie obviously 0.6 and then the brainer 0.5 and then the the one guy we haven't mentioned yet is lord lindstrom Oh yeah, I mean the Sheffield United defender mm. playing out of position in midfield and actually does get forward a lot uh, is just amazing. Is a blessing. Yeah. He was like, what did he cost? Uh, four. It's four. On the He's dot, now yeah. four point five. And Jason, I remember before the season started, I mm-hmm. I walked past you in the corridor and I said. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm looking for a cheap defender and I found this guy called Lindstrom. And guess what? He wears the number seven shirt for Sheffield. Only wow. played like ten or thirteen minutes last season mm. in the championship. But he wears the number seven shirt. Interesting. Nobody not starting wearing the number seven yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I took that advice and then I put him in my in my and team I didn't. in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> then I removed him for Rico because I thought that Bournemouth had a better run and I thought I might invest in an, a proven uh, team instead of a promoted team. Yeah. Uh, how I was wrong. <laughs> but he's back, he's back, he's back. He's back. Is it everyone's team, right? I mean, I'm no, sure. still no more. But oh. for me, see, for me, someone like a Lundstrom who's that cheap, I wouldn't bring him in as, as one of my transfers. He would yeah. be part of my change up in terms of wild. And part. also at 4.5, there are options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah at the moment, definitely. Mm. Mm. Definitely. So that's a train. If you missed it, you missed it. <laughs> I think. Uh, so so I don't know what you guys thoughts are on like not premium uh, parties that could be happening. You guys have any, any thoughts on players I, at, that's ranging between five and seven at the moment? I think uh, I was well. McGinn's a bit more, but I think I haven't owned McGinn, and I think McGinn is the kind of guy that is still cheap enough. Uh, I think Mason Mount is cheap enough at 6.8. I think that's not his final value. So I think you can still get... He's going to end like maybe 7.2. That'll be ridiculous, but who knows? (laughs) I see Jason looking at me like... Every time he's looking Uh, at at me like... I was just trying to check some stats. At least the center back Chu as well. Yeah, I think think a potential part... I can't believe I'm going to say this, but uh, Dharma Traore might... My hey, I'm on that Ooh. train. He, he, I, I heard there's going to yeah. be a jumping castle at his party. So. Oh wow, <laughs> he's a, he's stucky jumping spread. castle. Yeah, yeah. I think and also, he's fixture proof apparently. That guy's <laughs> solid, eh? City, yeah? yeah, guy's built like a rock. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought um, he was a good player, and then you know he never gets the opportunity. Yeah, now but yeah. Might, yeah. There's also there's a certain spacey. rotation. There's a rotation that's happening at um, Watford. I mean, Wolves. Sorry, yeah. that a lot of people don't know about it. Because Traore, for the whole time, comes off, come off Europe, the bench. Europe, yeah. Europe, so there's yeah. a rotation up front, which is quite, like, it's not as big as Pep's rotation, where Pep can change all 11 players on the field um, for just one game. Yeah. But there's a certain up front rotation um, that we're seeing. Because chances are, I have a strong feeling that Traore might not even start the next game. Yeah. You see that because of that possible. rotation. I passport, so he missed Europe again. Yes, what a man. But also, um, Yota's not on form. So the Traore is on form and he's a midfielder and Wolves usually plays with two strikers and Traore is one of those players that plays next to Jimenez. And Jimenez is such a brilliant player holding on to the ball. And And Adama Traore is one of the most paciest players in the Premier League. So, look, I I don't know. I've, I've... Gone. I've dropped Cantwell and I've taken yeah. Adama Traore. So we'll Have you see. Already? You've done it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Interesting. It's a straight like, swap for me. It was a straight yeah. swap. Cantwell. Um, okay, I got four point. He was four point seven in my team, but he's worth five more. Um, 
to to other managers at the moment as as well as Adama Traore. So yeah. it's like kind of like a straight swap. Um, yeah, look, I think for that price, it's a great call. For that price, you can just do it because um, it's not going to be, it's not going to be too harmful. Yeah, uh, especially because Cantwell's not really. He's not performing, not so performing, let's yeah. let's go with that. Another player I do think um, we should look out for is Wesley. From oh, yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got two goals. Yeah, yeah. and and he scored uh, and he the looks, previous game week. He looks he's like he's previous looks like game week as well you know, for defenders. Yeah, he's, I think he's got what four goals for the season so far? Three, four goals. Um, but another player to look out for, I think, is Wesley. Yeah. Because, I, also, I mean, we're looking yeah. at all these trains and stuff. I mean, surely it asks a question about consistency in, in the league. I mean, Puki seems to be kind of yeah, fizzling Waiting, out at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Abraham is at, up at the moment. You know, I, I just wonder about all these players <laughs> and their consistency. They might have a good month or two, and then you know, you've made all the changes, you've invested in them, and then what happens? This, so, the, this is a, there's, a, there's a very interesting um, concept when you look at the statistics. There, is, there are underlying stats. Guys that take a lot of shots on goal have big chances. Um, and then possibly don't score them, right? Yeah. So the the underlying stats would look really good. The expected goals number would be amazing, but then the goals would be really low. So this is the thing. That's a consistent player, not scoring points. But yeah. sometimes players get one shot on goal and they score, uh, and all of a sudden the numbers look different. Mm, so I think yeah. you've got to – it comes back to the eye test. It comes back to the idea of watching a guy play and for yourself just determining whether he is getting into positions where he can get FPL yeah. returns or, or not. I think yeah. that's for me, that that's key. Um, and then the other thing is, with the Wolves beating City, it would – you would not be able. Nobody could have called that nobody. except Mitch. But, but nobody <laughs> Thank could have. You. But except nobody. Mitch. But seriously, nobody could have called it. They, <laughs> no. they played Europe in the week. They, you know, yeah. Man City. There was no way you were going to say and bet your house on the fact that Wolves are going to. Do you know what it is? Do you know what? Do you know what I thought it was and what I saw first was the fact that there's a sense of. With Fernandinho coming in at centre back, a lot of people were very excited about that. Of course, he's a holding midfield. You know, he looks like the person that we solid, but you also have to remember that he's he's not a defender. It's a great and Otamendi yeah. is also not a defender. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> um, so in terms of you can't expect you can't expect with the way Pep plays yeah. to push Fernandinho forward to help Rodri Rodri um, hold up the midfield, and then once you go past that, and you Rodri's have Otamendi. The one yeah. uh, and come on, guys. Let's be honest with how Otamendi plays because Rodri needs well needed that help against Wolves yeah. with yeah. that pace attack yeah. that Wolves has, and they didn't have a Kevin De Bruyne who yeah. could keep the ball at his feet and just brings a, a sense of calm. That's a yeah. great yeah. goal. It's yeah, a yeah. sense of calm that yeah. Kevin De Bruyne just brings, and just as, yeah. as I said early on, the presence that he has on the pitch is just incredible. I was quite surprised when I saw Fernandinho playing next to Otamendi. I was like, this is not a good combination. First of all, like you say, yeah. he's, he's not a defender. He's a defensive midfielder, a holding midfielder. Yeah. He plays box to box. Um, but putting him in that position made him really vulnerable. And with Otamendi being the senior defender yeah. in, in, at the back, throwing himself at the balls and like just mis- mistiming his tackles. Yeah. Left and in would, no man's land. It would have worked better if it was Laporte and Fernandinho. Yeah. I think that would have been better because Laporte would be your final man to beat. Yeah. And how hard is it mm. to beat Laporte? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? He's pacey, he's strong, and I guess that would have worked. Yeah. But at, again, Pep spent all his money on attack but forgot about defense. You've got me thinking now. You've got me thinking. I actually thought City were quite a solid team at the back, Bye, even with the injuries. I just thought they, with their position levels are so high. I just Stones thought other teams... Coming into yeah, yeah, but... Ish. 
I can see a Wes is gonna sell many nicks. <laughs> I know. I'm, gonna, I'm blaming Mitch. I think for for me, just to add to your in terms of like uh, looking for consistency and and not those trains and stuff it goes back to what i think i mentioned one of the first weeks the idea of finding the talismans from teams yes so finding those guys that you know like everything runs through them so yeah. i was just looking at so mount for me is someone that's shown um through a chelsea you've got someone like mcginn who's at aston villa so these guys are like play just goes through them you would probably say alexander arnold's could be in contention for you know Liverpool um, and someone like Callum Wilson for Bournemouth so those are the type of people you, it's consistent points things are going through them yeah they're rather yeah exactly absolutely well guys it's been an eventful chat um, I think uh, we've covered a lot of uh, basically all the possible little chats that we could um, before we go I'm just going to say that uh, enjoy the international break um, have fun relax don't mm. think about FPL mm. Um, take your mind off things. Don't watch Boston. the market. Yeah. Go, go for a walk. Go for you a know, walk. Eat some fruit fresh and nuts. Air. Um, <laughs> meditate. Uh, by the time you get back to FPL, the player you want would be like unaffordable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your team value would be in the gutter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know there's a few players that I want and I can't get, but if I'm going to attempt to get those players, I'm going to be dropping some serious points. So. I'm not going to inject myself with that transfer. No. <laughs> Look, so so we don't have a little wrap this week in terms of um, picks for the game week. So yeah. let's do something different. Let's play wishing well. Okay. If you had three wishes <laughs> three for wish. the international Ooh. break, three quick wishes for the international break, it could be related to injuries. It could be related to whatever. Um, I don't even have three yet, but three wishes. What would you? What would your three wishes be for the international break? Um, yeah, so, Ash looks so ready. <laughs> so my three wishes would probably be uh, United to get clean sheets for the next 10 game weeks, um, the midfield to be those maestros we all hope for, and for our strikes to actually score. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> you pushed the boat out. Are those Christmas wishes? And, and, and those 10 game weeks is a, away. Not home, away. Away. Because yeah. we've lost... We have not won a game on the road for the past 11 games. I'm, I mean, I'm done. It's <laughs> <laughs> finished. Oh, she. Okay, look, I would probably... Can I use one of my wishes for, for Ashley? It. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Just like that. Make a wish. Uh, well, I wish that you just have a better day. <laughs> Thank you. Now, where's what were you going to say? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wish... It's, it's not a good wish, but I, I hope and I wish that um, De Bruyne's injury uh, lasts a little bit longer. What? No ill feelings towards the player, but it could work out very well for me mm-hmm. if it does. So, yeah, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, Greenwood getting more game time. So, when, when we come back, I uh, wouldn't mind Ole saying, well, Greenwood, you're getting at least 30 minutes every single game. Mm-hmm. That would work for me as well. And I'd then, give him a bit more. <laughs> Even more, like give him 90 minutes one time. Start him ahead of Rashford maybe, just to see what happens. I would love that. I'm actually. just from an FL point of view and a United point of view. Yeah. I'm just to see from Rashford a United point of view, I yeah. would love that. Yeah. Give that young some confidence. Yeah. And Definitely. then, um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's about it really. Um, and Ozil, yeah. Let's hope Ozil makes up <laughs> with Emery and he starts. What a, what, what a differential that would be for me. <laughs> it really would. Eh? It really, really would. Really that's good. my three. <laughs> Sell him. <laughs> oh.
My my three are simple. I I don't want any injuries to my players. That's the first wish. I want injuries to everyone else's players. <laughs> That's my second You're wish. You're a horrible person. <sighs> and, and then my my third wish is that we all just have a really good time. I can't, I can't think of a third thing. I'm, I'm green ranking. arrows, please. Yeah, green, green arrows. arrows. Yeah. In fact, no. My third wish is that I get my captaincy choices correct. Ah. <laughs> yeah. What choices, eh? Ah, my three wishes would be: um, I hope I make better choices next time in uh, FPL and in life. Um, I'm kind of hoping the Pookie Party starts up again. Uh, maybe like an after party. I don't know. Ah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> new, lo- new location. Um, and I'd hope that Sabalos comes to any sort of party. I think he he's he's bubbling under. I think he's going to find his feet. I'm positive he's going to start performing. Um, I can see some great things going into the December uh, period. Um, I've got faith in him. Yeah. I just have one thing to add, guys. So, speaking to Wesley yesterday, um, showing him my team and all those things, he said to me, you know what? It's always next season. So, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're only eight game weeks in. We're still in the marathon. This is not a race. This is a marathon, and the one who makes it to the end wins. I see this in the beginning, and I'm going to say it now. I will not be tinkering with my team, as Jason says. I will respect this team and I'll have faith in what I have and it will all come together watch this space watch <laughs> I'm just laughing because I've been thinking about this but since the beginning as soon as people make mistakes they go it's okay we've got 38 game weeks left and then make mistakes and they go it's cool we've got 37 game weeks and that just continues until you get, game weeks you get to the point like it's cool we only got fi- we've only got 15 game weeks <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ash needs therapy. Yes. Good luck, like like Ash. Uh, Gosh. All right, Jen. So, yeah, all that's left to say is enjoy the break and may your sheets forever be clean.